Nothing But The Words, episode number 58. Stop chasing the wrong readers. Welcome to Nothing But The Words, the podcast that gives you everything you need to know to write a phenomenal book. Now here's your host, your author coach, Candace L. Davis. Hey there, and welcome to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candace L. Davis. I hope your week and your writing are both going really, really well. In today's episode, I want to invite you to think about who you're really writing your book for and to consider whether or not you might be making decisions because you're chasing the wrong readers. Recently, I was talking with a coaching client about her book and she was really on the fence about whether or not she should cut a passage that she'd written, a fairly significant passage, because it had a Christian bent to it. She was worried that non-Christians, particularly people who consider themselves to be spiritual but not religious, which many of her clients do, would be turned off and wouldn't want to buy anything else from her. They wouldn't want to read the book. They wouldn't want to work with her. They wouldn't want to buy her products and services. She was also concerned that she wouldn't be invited to speak at secular events. Her book is not a religious book. It's a book on leadership. You probably wouldn't find it in the Christian section of a bookstore, but she does consider herself to be a Christian and her faith has very much played a part in the development of her leadership philosophies. In her case, we talked about how she could get super specific about who her audience was. And when it came down to it, she realized her one perfect reader, that person who is waiting for her book and millions of people like her will in fact not at all be turned off by her mention of faith. In fact, her one perfect reader has her own faith practices. This author had gotten so caught up in trying to please all people when all people aren't the audience for her book. We also talked about the fact that there are many speakers who talk about their faith in their books and on their podcast and on their social media pages who also still speak at secular events. <laughs> Just because it's a secular event doesn't mean that people who have a faith practice are not allowed there or not welcomed there. And if you were not welcomed, you probably wouldn't want to be there anyway. I've coached clients who have struggled over whether or not to share their political opinions, their religious beliefs, their faith practices, their spiritual beliefs, and their personal opinions on what could be considered controversial topics, all because they were chasing the wrong readers. One of my coaching clients deeply believes that the body positive movement has gone too far to the extreme and that it gives women, Black women in particular, which is her audience, an easy out to just be unhealthy. Now that is likely to be an unpopular opinion, even among some people who would look like they should be in her audience which consists mostly of Black women. But her one perfect reader is actually open-minded and seeking solutions. Even though she might not agree with this author's position that the body positive movement has gone too far, she would be willing to hear the author out. And since this author is writing about health and truly believes this, she truly believes that the body positive movement has done some damage and can be dangerous when taken to extremes, she has chosen to write about it in her book. Will some people be upset when they read it? I'm sure they will. Will some people decide not to buy her book once they know she holds this opinion, which frankly, if you look at her social media, it's pretty clear. Absolutely. But her opinion is going to be in her book. I have no doubt that many readers, many people who follow her, many people who see her speak about this will reject that stance and they may reject her and her book in the process. 
but many others will be drawn to her because she's willing to address a topic that they themselves have pondered. She's willing to look at things differently and say the unpopular thing. Her willingness to be brave enough to say it and to be rejected by one group of readers will position her to attract greater numbers of readers who want more of her truth. Now, let's say she decided to water down her opinion on the issue or just leave it out of the book altogether. What would happen when readers bought her book, read this watered down opinion, and then came to see her speak live at an event or listen to her podcast? They would get the real her and they would be shocked, right? They would be getting two different versions of her. She talks about this very issue from the stage. It's a part of her platform and whether or not you agree with it, sharing it in her book gives readers an authentic view of who she is and what she's about. I am not saying that you have to or that you should share all of your opinions in your book. Absolutely not. What I am saying is that you should share those opinions, perspectives, theories that are relevant to your topic. And if you're ever deciding to take something out because you're chasing more readers outside of the circle of your perfect readers, you might want to reconsider that. When you try to please everyone with your book, you will ultimately end up with a book that pleases no one. It will be a watered down version of who you really are and what you really believe. In episode 23, I encourage you to take a stand with your book, to really position yourself on the issue and stand up for what you believe. That applies here too. But what I'm talking about in this episode can be a bit more subtle. I've seen clients struggle with sharing all sorts of truths that were relevant to their books, not about other people, but about themselves and their own beliefs and thoughts and philosophies. They didn't want to share that they no longer believed in the religion they were raised to believe in, that their political views were much different from the views of the people in their community, the people they socialize with and work with every day, or simple things like they don't actually believe that every entrepreneur should be chasing a seven-figure business. It's a popular thing today, get you a seven-figure business, but some experts don't believe that but they can be hesitant to share it because they don't want to turn off the people who do want a seven-figure business. But that's not their audience. Their audience is the person who actually really does want to build a sustainable business, but doesn't want to necessarily put in what it takes to make seven figures. The person who no longer practices the religion they were raised with may be afraid of turning off people who practice that religion, but what about the people just like them who have evolved and moved on to something different? You're leaving them out of the equation when you don't share your truth. These people are all afraid of losing readers, but you have to ask yourself, who are your readers really going to be? If you're writing a book on leadership, for example, and you're drawn to write an analysis of how different political leaders have managed the COVID-19 crisis, but you're afraid to criticize anyone because you don't want party loyalists to turn against your book, I would encourage you to stop and really think about your decision and why you're taking it out of the book. Why are you taking it out? Are those party loyalists really your audience? Is your one perfect reader a person so lacking in critical thinking skills that they can't fairly assess the performance of one of their own party leaders? If your answer is yes, I am absolutely writing my book for that person, then by all means, take out the example. Or if you just think it's not the best example you could use, take it out. But if you're taking it out out of fear that some distant audience of readers will reject your book, I would encourage you to rethink that decision. If you're trying to water down your book so you can get those readers, 
you are going to end up losing the readers you originally started writing your book for. Here's the reality. There are always going to be groups of people who have no interest in your book. They may be interested in the topic, but they may just look at your lovely face on the back of the cover and decide that person's not for me. They may be interested in the topic, but not interested in learning from you. And that's okay. They're not your readers. Stop chasing them. Stop worrying about whether or not white people will buy a book with a brown face on the cover. I've heard that more times than you can even imagine. Stop worrying about whether or not non-Christians will buy a book that discusses your Christian faith or non-Muslims will buy a book that discusses your Muslim faith or whether or not religious people will buy a book that shares the fact that you have no faith. Stop worrying about those people. Stop worrying about whether or not men are willing to learn from women or women are willing to learn from men. Focus on the people who are waiting for your book. If you water down your opinion for your book, you will have to water down your opinions everywhere else, on your social media, in your email newsletters, and from the stage. And it's really hard to present one version of yourself in your book and another in real life. It's also hard to keep faking who you are. So if you put out a watered down version of who you are in your book, be prepared (laughs) that it's going to be challenging to maintain that as you promote your book and talk about everything else that you want to share, because your book is just one way that you'll be sharing your message. In all the other ways that you share your message, who do you want to be? Do you want to be the real you or do you want to be the you that's chasing the wrong readers? That's a trap you don't want to fall into. You cannot be held hostage by the opinions of people who frankly would never want to get to know the real you anyway. If an opinion or perspective is relevant to your topic and will connect to your one perfect reader and serve that group of people who are in alignment with that one perfect reader, then don't worry about what other people will think. They will either read your book or they won't. And they probably won't. (laughs) There will always be naysayers. There will always be people who don't want your book. There will be people who reject your ideas. Stop trying to please them because it's never going to happen. Instead, write the book that honors your truth and serve the readers who need to hear that truth. That's it for this week's episode, my friends. If you're ready to get started with your book, visit CandiceLDavis.com slash jumpstart. I've got a free jumpstart guide there to help you get started writing the book that I know you have in you. Thanks for listening to Nothing But The Words. I'm your author coach, Candice L. Davis, and I'll see you next time.